monkey see, be monkey. wild. Monkey be see, wild. monkey do do. Monkey, monkey see. around. Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome and Brandon, a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 279 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana with me as always, not just monkeying around. Most awesome. Ooh, that's right. Little Yeah, a little cold play, baby. That's right, bro. Throwing that down. Jam. They don't know you. You fire up a little jam just to set the table each just time to we set come the in. Mood. What a, yeah, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a little, little infuse a little energy into the pod. Right, right in the beginning for us to just vibe out, jam. It's it's our new favorite. It's smart. It's smart. Like, you know, it's not, it's just like anything else. It's like you playing hoops or whatever. You want to stretch it out a little bit. You want to just get your yep. get your mindset in the right place, get the energy <laughs> right. out, like going. I'm doing a deep knee bend right here with a little cold play. <laughs> get it into it. Yeah, it's been going on for like a uh, year. How's your week been, bro? It's been happening. Uh, it was the haps. Good, man. Good, 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 good. We've got uh, a fall break for the kids coming up, so we're gonna oh. we're gonna take them on a little little adventure. Gonna go up to the East Lansing, show them where Doctor Mrs. The Commish came became the doctor that she is. Take a tour around there, and then uh, I didn't realize it was Michigan Michigan State weekend. So we're gonna skedaddle before the crazy of the game because I'm pretty mm. sure it's in uh, it's at MSU. Then we're gonna go to Frankenmuth, which is a fun fun thing about Frankenmuth. It has the Bronner's Christmas every day of the year store, which is like three hundred sixty five or three hundred sixty four okay. days a year. Christmas, yeah. it's a huge like complex. If there's a Christmas something in there, they can they have it. They absolutely yeah, have it's it. there. It's, it's there. Yeah, uh, that's I do remember fall. How long is fall break? I don't know if we had fall break. We had spring. Is it a week long? No, it's not quite a week. It's okay. it's it, thankfully it's like technically it's a Friday and a Monday that's off. So it's okay. just a really long weekend, which is nice. Doctor Mrs. the Commission took took off work. I was like, hey, let's just do it. Let's go. Let's get out of town. Let's get out of Dodge. Hop in the old Kia Telluride and set sail. Loving the road trip. Well, if you guys are listening right now on a road trip in your fall break, you will not be disappointed because we got a jam-packed episode for you guys. We're doing Rip from the Headlines, Week 6 NFL Review. Going to hit that. Going to do Fantasy Booth, Dynasty Tanking. We don't have Joe, but that's not going to stop us from doing the segment because we came up with it, so I think we own it. Going to hit that inbox. We're going to do Legends Watch. That's right. Game. You had a game three, right, bro? You didn't text me about this. I'm a little bit more cold coming in there. Did oh, game yes, three we happen did. this I did. We did. We did have a game three. Yes. Quebec Say no more until That's we it. get to it. Can't wait to hear. Idea Pots and Showdown. Top ways to compliment something you hate. Brandana Gambling Corner going to do the week eight college lines. Everyone to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Rip from the headline week six. Why were we talking about that this week, brother? Because the Lions are five and one, baby. Look at that. Just hold, just just dominating through. Is six it like weeks. is each week like a new trivia night on some milestone that the Lions are passing? Like when's the last time they were five and one? 
Oh, I, I, I can't even, I couldn't even tell you. I, that, <laughs> my Rolodex doesn't go that deep. You're like, maybe never. And right. that might not be joking. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah. I think, I think people were looking a little bit as Tampa Bay as a possible trap game. I think they're, they're punching a little above their class right now might be, uh, one of the surprise favorites in the NFC, uh, may not in the NFC, uh, South when we talk about the other teams, but, uh, yeah, I mean, took care of business 10, three at halftime. Baker Mabfield, which we kind of go back and forth with, yeah. nothing really blowing a hair back. What impressed you about this victory for the Lions to get them to five wins? It was, like you said, it was the game that they were expected to win. Should have come in there, handled business. And they did exactly that. I mean, they held, you know, they 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 have some weapons. I mean, obviously we talked about Mabfield not having like all the juice that we thought, but they're not, they're not a, you know, an incompetent team at times and they have a solid defense and just come out there kind of handle business. Jared Goff, just surgically moving the ball down the field. They, they were missing two, you know, running back pieces, which the running game is a key function of what the lions do out. Jamar Gibbs out uh, pretty early in the game with bruised ribs, David Montgomery, Craig Reynolds just coming up. They're just like, all right, yeah, we'll just keep next man up. Just keep this thing rolling. Uh, threw a key, he threw a key block on. I don't know if you saw on that Amon Ra St. Brown TD, which was no fucking. He came screaming down on the sideline, just knocked the cornerback out of the way, gave Amon Ra the angle to to get to the house. Which uh, it just speaks to the the way that the Lions play. It's like it's kind of like a everyone's in it. Everyone's a little bit cast off. They they shoulder the the you know. This, the the lion skin, if you will, of previous Lions teams, and they're trying to shed it. So they all kind of have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Amon Ross, St. Brown, you know, some of the rookies even. It's good. I like this team. I like where what Dan Campbell's doing with this team. Yeah, a lot of weapons. I would kind of have Jamison Williams coming back. How do you feel about him? I'm very excited. I uh deep deep play balls, he's great. We got to get him a little bit more targets in like uh Oh, stuff over the middle. Like his first game back, he had a couple like easy drops and he's a dynamic playmaker. And I just, you know, I don't want to have to do play action, him trying to blow off the top and just be good for like one or two bombs a game for, you know, two catches for 60 yards. I wanted to be a little bit more of a every down receiver. So can you kind of give me an example of like maybe what this one, two punch with St. Brown and Williams looks like? Like just kind of like how how the offense works best with the two of them on the field. Gotcha. Well, I mean, Jameson Williams brings speed like in the Tyreek Hill right. realm, right? He is that yeah. guy. And that's the thing is, is like I'd like to see them get a little bit more creative to really terrorize the defense and make them scare. And then you've got Amon Ra St. Brown, who can work everything over the middle. He is your Wes Welker, Julian Edelman can catch everything, but he, he is a play. He can make plays after the yeah. catch, which is exciting. And so, you know, he becomes a very trusted guy. And let's not forget about Sam Laporta, the rookie tight end out of Iowa, who is another great little safety valve as well for them. Yeah. A lot of weapons kind of hitting yeah. uh, the right time. The lions continue to roll uh, a team in the NFC that their role kind of got the emergency break pulled on them real fast by uh jets team. Uh, just beat the Eagles. Are you surprised by this? I mean, surprise, sure. I mean, we all are. I yeah. don't know if I'm shocked. I'm not flabbergasted. No, I don't think. I don't think Hertz played particularly well in this game. He had a late game, int kind of. Yeah, weird int. Yeah, for him. And it's just it's one of those things where this Jets team, 
has a really fucking good defense. So in the in the NFL, oh yes, any given week, a good defense sometimes can just fuck everything up and get you a W. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like enough where they could wreak havoc. I don't remember. Like, do you remember? It feels like between San Francisco, uh, the Jets, and the Cleveland Browns. I mean, is this kind of like one year where top three defensive have been kind of uh, – I don't remember there have been this many good defenses that are just like swarming the football and, and can win games and look absolutely fucking nuts out there. Like watching the Jets look nuts. It was like there was literally a magnet on them to the football and they were just like sucking and be like over everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, traditionally we would see like one dominant kind of run of defense. Baltimore Ravens yep. come to mind, right? Um where you'd see this, you know, San Francisco's had a good run defensively here and you just kind of, you kind of lean on it, which is a huge asset, but yeah, to your point, like having this many defenses kind of reminds me like circa 1980s football, right. Where you've got the giants, the bears, like those, you know, even the 49ers had a very good defense. Dallas had a good defense in the eighties. And it was like, we, we undersold, you know, the, the value of defense. Cause we wanted to see Jerry Rice score touchdowns and Barry Sanders. And it's like, Oh shit, these teams are fucking winning because they're fucking crushing the other team. Yeah. And I think we had a little pause button on that. Right. I mean, with it, uh, I think the chiefs caught uh chiefs like three years ago when they were really kind of peaking from what we've seen them do seemed to be kind of like, uh, not the end of an era, but kind of when, we were almost thinking it's just like, is this going to be the new football? Like that Rams chiefs game in Mexico city. Is it just like, is there anything we can do like defensively to slow these down? And it looked like no, but maybe it's just like how you're coming up through college or everything. And like, as these younger kids are getting acclimated to the new NFL rules or whatever, we're seeing like speedier linebackers, like speeder, like just a different level of play on defense where it makes it, where it makes it like, I will no longer give the automatic like, you know, two and a half points, three points lean towards an offense to beat a good defense. That's a, you were bringing up a good question that I was looking at. Cause I, I wrote down all the scores this week and I noticed something and I was like, we had eight games, eight games this week, six, where both teams did not score more than 20 points in a game. That's gotta be, a significant point right it can't just be yeah it does yep that we're just oh it was a bad week because i feel like every week we're seeing a lot of like you know 14 9 games 17 to 13 games you know what i mean just like a touchdown here just some punt and and is it are have the defensive have the defensive alignments caught up have they unlocked the new era of quarterbacks because there was a moment where we were like this is a quarter. This is a new class of quarterback. We got Mahomes, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Herbert. You know, Jalen Hurts. You know, we got this young group of of star quarterbacks, and it's like, well, are are they going to show out like they did before, or what's what is it? Is it the chicken or the egg? I don't know. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's kind of hard to put the finger on it. I definitely would say like, it's kind of weird because it we do have. So like three years ago, you know, we kind of moved on from our older era of quarterback. There is like this new batch that we're all excited about. But if you look at, you know, uh, Herbert, uh, like he played, they played on Monday night, 17 points. You look at Burrow, like Burrow played, uh, you know, at home against the Seahawks, 17 points. 
You look at Mahomes, Chiefs on that Thursday night game. Granted, it's a yeah. Thursday night, but like 19 points. Like Kirk Cousins, like 19 points. Uh, you know, I wasn't trying to put Kirk Cousins in. Yeah. Oh, boy. Did <laughs> you slide thing. that in Ooh, there? Holy shit. We slid him in there edgewise. Uh, yes, yeah, good point. So I wonder if that's, um, I mean, definitely, I think if you look at all these teams individually, you're just like, oh, it's this. Like the Chiefs is just like, you know, uh, a lot of just like pains and wide receivers. But I think you would give a little bit more to, you know, like actual play style globally which seems to be a little bit more of leaning on the clock and less of we're going to keep scoring and just until we prove that you can't keep up with us which is what we saw with kind of those ramp teams those chiefs teams interesting so we're all going late era philip rivers where he would wait to the very last tick of the clock to snap the ball just milking every yeah because i think there's play clock yeah i don't know if it's like I don't even say like it's a mutual respect. Uh, maybe there's a little bit of coaches trying to keep their jobs, coaches trying to like develop quarterbacks slowly, but it does seem a lot more of a chess match and less of we're going to do what the fuck we're going to do and see if right. you can keep up with us. Like, I think yeah. it's a little, there seems to be like a little less hubris and maybe a little less teams that are just heads and shoulders above everybody else. Interesting. Yeah. So, so it's almost pace of play relative. Yeah. Cause I, I was looking at it from us like, is the quarterback era that we thought we were in maybe not the quarterback? Are we seeing less significant quarterback? Like, are we just not seeing as good quarterback? It, I think, I think it could be that too. Cause it's, it's too, too early to tell. But I mean, I think right. you're completely right. Like, I mean, if we look at San Francisco, which was going to roll in a new era, which has, you know, Mr. Irrelevant that had uh, a terrible game. And right. then to mention those two, uh, you know, those two, I mean, those two promising quarterbacks that we definitely had in everyone's top five going into this. I don't know if we finished the season with this without Burrow looking quite right. And I mean, I definitely think Justin Herbert, I don't know if he loses the coach's job, like he ain't going anywhere. He'll be a starter in the NFL, but there definitely is, this kind of feels like show us something this year that like you're kind of right. different or you're definitely going to be forgettable there, especially uh, on the Chargers team. Okay. Jumping over the Browns beat the 49ers 19 to 17. You surprised about this one? Yeah, I mean, again, this is one of those things where you lose a couple assets on the 49ers, and it's, you know, Debo Samuels. I think Christian McCaffrey got injured late in that game, too. It's like, it's hard to replace those studs in the offense. And, you know, every team is is due a bad, a bad show. It'll be interesting to see how they rebound. Plus, it's in Cleveland. It's a good defense. There's a, got, they got a little, little chippiness in the beginning of the game. I don't know how much that added to it, but you know, Cleveland's got a good defense in the wreck shop. Yeah. Amazing defense, especially, you know, um, in Walker, 192 yards and two interceptions, but still able to uh, find a way to win that game. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in Cleveland. Like this all kind of seems, uh, this is definitely one of those weird weeks. I hate to make generalities, but like the NFL can throw a week at you where just kind of up is down. Right. And you're just like, what is going on? And it right. definitely felt like, uh, one of those weeks. What did feel like it should have happened? I mean, if one game was the Panthers go up fourteen nothing to the Dolphins, and the Dolphins score twenty one points in the second quarter, handle that game forty two to twenty one. I mean, after this week, the Dolphins has to be. I mean, are they favorites to win the the Super Bowl? Probably not. Big, well, damn, they got to be pretty close to to it, right? Um, because that was that was a. That was it. First off, I had them in my week for Survivor, and I was like, oh, wait, this is the trap game that everyone talked about. But they yeah. fucking found a way to basically just figure, you know, just like, all right, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. 
and I I posted this on our social media. I, I'm falling in love with Miami Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, loving this, sure. dude. I'm Absolutely. the he have he has like an unflappable, like, all right, it's cool. We're fine. Everything's good. Like we'll get it and delivers every time. And I I'm I'm enjoying watching his demeanor on the sideline. Cause at first I thought it was like, maybe it's a little kitschy, maybe it's a little forced, but it just, it seems to be his guy. No differently than like the energy and style, the typical kind of like, you know, coach bro that Dan Campbell is Mike McDaniels. Like he's fucking steady Eddie. He's fucking even keel. He's this like, you know, he's got the glasses. He's got the swags. He's got this unflappable confidence. It's like, no, oh, we're going to dial up the play. We'll figure it out. We'll get it done. What do you want? It doesn't have to be this like I'm stressing pull. It doesn't have to look like what Brandon fucking Staley, the head coach of the club or uh, Chargers, looks like every fucking play, which is he's like, "Fuck, what am I doing? I'm gonna fucking lose my job this second. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And I think you'll see this in all careers. Like, um, you know, it's just kind of bring it into and like you know, even for me, like working on sets and stuff. Like, there's just I think in these jobs you can bring an energy of guys. We're not curing cancer here. Right. You know, everybody kind of relaxed. And I think that also comes from the preparation and the, like you can, it's walking the walk on. It's just like, it's fun to play football. Let's remember that we're all here having fun. And I think you can be disciplined to have fun. And it's not that you're not taking it seriously, but you don't have to look so serious, taking it seriously. Like exactly. you can still treat it as like a game. Um, yeah. Real fast. The, I told you you're going to do the Super Bowl laws, but I totally forgot about that. So we're going to stick to doing your college football lines. Cause I always feel like that gets a little rushed and there's some good ones. So I want to do Ooh. that. Okay. I'm going to do the college football lines. Uh, you don't have to prep for it because it just comes off the top of your head. But he, yeah. I do want to give our top five Super Bowl odds right now. 49ers still in the driver's seat at plus okay. 450. We have the Kansas City Chiefs in second place at plus 525. The Eagles in third at plus 800. The Bills at plus 1,000. Really? Tied with the Dolphins at plus 1,000. Yeah. Well, I guess the the Bills did come in fucking handle business. And that, that, that could be the argument against Miami's early schedule right chargers maybe not as exciting as or the team that we thought same with the pats broncos obviously stink giants panthers like they won the games that they absolutely should they go up against the bills in buffalo get the break speed off of them maybe that's what's holding back this week against the eagles for miami that'll be, that'll oh, be, be a very be interesting test yeah exactly be a good watch. yeah so the bills beat the giants 14 to 9 uh, Giants don't score a touchdown. This gets this game was rough. What's up? We go back and forth. I don't know if there's a more polarizing team, a little a more of like who we're gonna get than the Buffalo Bills. Like you know they right. they they they're favored against the Dolphins after the Dolphins score seventy. Just Vegas really just being like I fucking dare you. So everybody's <laughs> everybody taking everybody taking the Dolphins the points like dare accepted. Vegas does what Vegas does. Uh, did they go over? You know, we can blame Jacksonville for getting off to a slow start, but coming back and playing these Giants, and uh, it's in Buffalo, and they don't score a point until the fourth quarter. So if you take that right. that last quarter in the Jacksonville game, like shut out for five quarters, that is not the high octane offense that we think Buffalo needs to be successful. Is it a lack of that running game? I know that gets called out. Uh, this Giants team very unimpressive. Which side are you on the Bills? Is this a team that you're worried about, like playoff time? Or are they just kind of in coast mode? Or is this going to be an inconsistent team that once again will shoot themselves in the foot? I mean, I think it's the it's got to be the latter. I don't think you can have like a 
post mode will flip will turn the switch on whenever the fuck we feel like it i mean they hung on they they did what they what they needed to do in this game but they beat a yeah. very beatable you know giants team that has looked downright awful at times and they were uh a no call at the goal line yeah. away from losing that game yeah did you agree with me like it's just it's really hard to throw pi back to back I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. You you know the refs. The refs feel a lot of pressure in that moment. Yeah, you get the hard, PI man. put you right at the goal line, and then it's a, it's just an interesting call. It's like, all right, I get it. We got Darren Waller, and it's like, are we overthinking ourselves? You know, uh, a little bit, not giving it to Saquon Barkley. The O line's beat up. Yeah. You know, you have definitely a disadvantage there. But fuck, man, you know it's going to be heavily contested in the red zone. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it takes that confidence to give to your running back. I don't know why, though, because you get the bigger break because everyone's just like, you should have absolutely ran it. Uh, the right. PI is probably saving them a little bit on that win, but it, it's wild, you know, because it's like Waller's the only guy in the end zone. It's one-on-one -on -one coverage. Our defense back to the quarterback. I'm not talking about looking back for the ball, but it's just like, it's, I don't know, you feel like the receiver has done everything in that one-on-one -on -one matchup to right. win the position, win the leverage, and eventually win the flag. But not what happened. Lost the game. That's fine. I mean, fuck the Giants. They're they're fine. Uh, Texans beat the Saints. This Texan team, one of the game. yeah, yeah. one of the most fun teams to root for against these Saints, which have just been like all the talent there, but just Carr. Maybe I I might have been wrong. I thought this was going to be change of scenery was going to do him you know all those weapons it was going to add up and still just lots of struggling on this offense for the saints i mean again just scoring 13 points just kind of a big disappointment yeah yeah i said it last year friend of the pod xander was in here talking about the nfc south dennis allen is a shitty coach he stinks he's a defensive minded coach they're gonna have a good defense the saints but they're not gonna do this is what this is what they're gonna do this is absolutely what they're going to do. They bring in fucking car. Car is broken. His confidence is broken. I don't, I don't know what the story is with him. Maybe he was really, maybe we gave him just like the Raiders pass on everything. We're like, Oh, yeah. at least for the Raiders We're we feel sorry. He's doing everything he can. It's a shitty situation. Yeah. But I mean, he goes 32 of 50 for 353 yards. Uh, one TD, one INT. It's like, man, what a, you feel like you should get more than what 13 points. Yes. Yeah, wow. I mean, Olave, like seven receptions for 96 yards, uh, Kamara, a little pedestrian. Yeah. You just think I mean, that's, that's one touchdown in the first quarter. You just think with all right. of this, like, I mean, I've been watching the saints enough. Like are they just running out of gas in the end zone or are they just tearing it up between the forties? Like, yeah. What's going I, on I don't guys? understand. Yeah. I, I really don't get it. This is a boring team. No one likes to watch this. I, I will say I was like, I did find it interesting that I, I really was not expecting much out of anything about the Texans. And, uh, you know, Stroud has been very good. Nico Collins for them has been awesome. A really huge playmaker. And D'Amico Ryan's the head coach. I, I don't want to say it was a questionable hire, but I was like, all right, this is... We're just throwing this guy to the to the to the Lions here a little bit and just letting him get ripped apart. But he's done a good job so far. Yeah, I mean, you know what we can all get behind it. That is a rookie quarterback exceeding expectations. Yes, like that is just that's good for the 
CJ Stroud. Yeah, I mean, one of the obviously like the best rookie quarterback this year so far for what we've seen. Uh, the last game, real fast, I just want to do a hot seat watch. Uh, Patriots lose again 21 17 to those Raiders. Uh, we have the quarterback, uh, Garoppolo going out for the Raiders. Uh, Patriots now dropped to one and five. Is Kraft going to stand for this? It's so weird. We don't know what to do with the one and five Patriots team that can't score any points. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Kraft, I don't think a firing resignation, I don't think you can't like. He is still Bill Belichick. You can't sit there yeah. and be like, it's week eight. You're one and seven. Go fuck <laughs> yeah, yourself. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I mean, what are they going to, they're not going to pull someone in here to like write this ship. <laughs> so right. it's just like, it would almost be like an unnecessary fuck you at the end. Like, yes, maybe a couple it of would... agreements is just like finish the season out of respect. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's earned it. He's earned the, the dignity of like, all right, Hey, closed door meeting. You, you don't have your fastball anymore. Like yeah. it's time to hang it up. I don't know if you just want to go into the front office or can we find you something? Can, do you want to sit there and be like, look, I'm like, how old is Bill Belichick in his early seventies? He's old. Nice he's to old say man. like late forties tops. <laughs> yeah. He's 71. So it's oh, like, all right, bad. dude, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in my early forties. I'm mm, almost. Mid- that's what it was. That's okay. What it was. I couldn't remember, but it's like, couldn't all right, man, put my finger. Yeah. Hang it up, buddy. It's it's time. It's time. We gotta we could have Brady's gone. Your old assistants are all they've all been exposed. You are starting to get exposed. But I mean, I do think I think we talked about last week. You're talking that uh Bill Simmons, friend of the podcast, Bill Simmons. We know you're listening, Bill. Friend of the pod. Um that this that he he believes that that all time wins record is very important to him. And yes, yeah, something, I, yeah, something to go after. I just don't, I don't, I don't see the pathway to get there in any time soon. Yeah, and I think we talked about it too, but just remind maybe if you missed, I can't believe you know what, if you're listening to 279, you probably heard 278. That's just, um, for sure, for sure, that's my guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just that that Andy Reid door being younger and coming right behind you and having Patrick Mahomes for you know at least like seven, eight more years is just going to yeah. be like to what is, is all this worth it? Like going, but I don't, you know, people like hobbies. Chargers look like <laughs> quite a hobby. Um, all right. Fantasy booth. I brought, I want to talk about this a little bit. All right. I want to talk about, it cause uh, we're in a league that we can't talk about. Mm-hmm. We're in a dynasty league. We can talk about. We can. And I think this might be the first time we've ever been up against this. Can you, so dynasty, obviously uh, everyone listeners what's going on. I'm just kind of curious, how far can you take tanking in dynasty? I mean, this is obviously we've got a QB class coming up with a couple of good quarterbacks. We moved our dynasty league two seasons ago to the two quarterback system, which has been fantastic, which I was against just because it doesn't right. reflect the league, but what it does actually reflect the league pretty fucking spot on now is the value of a quarterback. These are now the most valuable assets. Uh, we do see stuff like trading a quarterback for a first round pick. We do see people trying to get first round picks to make a run at those quarterbacks or those high things. So now this might be the good example for our league. Cause our league is just, I think like five years old. Uh, maybe, you know, there hasn't really been our entire roster established long enough for a good crop of quarterbacks. This is the first time we're kind of coming into it. Can you just like, you have to start players, right? I mean, can guys just like start their shittiest players intentionally to where it's obvious? Can they start guys that you know aren't getting any like touches at running back? Like, how far can you take it? Ooh, 
I mean, I, I think that that would, in a dynasty league, I feel like that that would, because you really could, depending on how deep your roster is, you yeah. really could be like, oh, I, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think AJ Brown was going to go, you know, be solid enough to start. So I'm going to sit him for, you know, uh, Tennessee wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. It's like, uh, we know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tanking in fantasy football is one of those things where it's a real, like, it feels like you're going against like a, a unspoken rule. You know what I mean? Like, if not for any, like, I get it. It's one of my least favorite things when somebody says like, oh, I forgot to set my lineup or, you know, just set it, you know, you know, you know, when the games are coming, if you really weren't paying attention, set it on Thursday, check it on Saturday night. You know what I mean? I get the late yeah. scratches. Those are a bummer, but just to like start somebody on their buy is totally unacceptable. If you're playing yeah. fantasy football, Um, but to tank, that is a real, that is a real, like if you're purposely not starting guys to try and get better draft picks, I would, I would sit there and be like, all right, this, what are you doing? Then, then you don't want to play or I don't understand this. Now, that being said, you could start having a fire sale and selling off your assets to try and just bring in a new crop of talent. Like if I start shopping top players for picks, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to infuse, you know, youth and, uh, and uh, you know, some assets into my, into my bench um, that I could see a little bit more that I wouldn't have a, as maybe a, a bigger issue. Cause I can at least say the like immediate value of what you're trying to do versus tanking. You're like, all right, well, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not adding anything to the pile. I'm just trying to better my, my position to draft higher up in the rank, but I'm not, you know, I'm not adding more picks to try and grab more players. Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's exactly what it is. Um, Cause yeah, I kind of forgot about that element for it. So I think you can be, so essentially what you're saying is like you do, you have a obligation to the game, to fantasy right. football, to start your best lineup possible. But what you think your best lineup possible is to win. Yeah. So that way you're not, you know, you're not hoarding future valuable players. You're not like stashing those on the bench and still trying to lose with them to try to have like some two super team. What you can is if you have valuable players that are getting points, but you do kind of want to stockpile like picks and build for the future, trade away those good players. And then that way you don't have them anymore. So you're still starting your best team. You're getting value for those assets and you're still building for, yeah, building for the next year. So that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, and the thing, the fact of the matter is, it's, it's like, it's not like uh, in it, you know in basketball, you're like, all right, well, I'm not getting wear and tear on this player, and they're still going out there. They still could be <laughs> have a season ending injury, and it's like, oh shit, what was I, you know, benching this guy for? Because like Nick Chubb is a great example. It's like I could not start Nick Chubb, and then he goes down with the season, and then this asset is totally gone. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like I might as well as try and if I'm not going to play him, I don't think, and I don't want to win because I want to increase the value of my draft picks. If I don't think I can win with him on my team, I better sell him off, but I better sell see if I can get a, like a premium for him. Cause yeah. Cause I think right now, like, what would you do? Yeah. I think you do like a, what, like a Derek Henry for a Nick Chubb. Like if a Nick Chubb's feeling like, like I, if someone wants to compete and they had Nick Chubb and maybe they want to make a run this year, you know, giving Nick Chubb to that other team that has Derek Henry, but they're just like, I want to build assets for the future. 
Then they have Nick Chubb on the IR. They got rid of Derrick Henry because they didn't want to really want to make a run. And obviously right. anyone making a move for Derrick Henry and get rid of Nick Chubb wants to make a run right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking for something. Yeah. You're like, all right, look, he's injured coming back. You're probably giving a pick and Chubb, right? Maybe not a first, but maybe like uh, you know, like a third round or a fourth round pick, depending on how deep your draft goes, and being like, all right, here's something of value. Here I'm basically I know you're taking a player that's injured on the injured reserve and I'm taking a player that's playing now. So here's me sweetening the pot, assuming that if he doesn't come back as totally healthy as possible, at least you have a little bit of like, you know, uh, you know, security and, and, in keeping, uh, you know, Chubb on your roster. Don't tank. Don't that's tank. the overall message. Fantasy yeah, and it, it's so it'd be so hard to tank. I mean, I think you'd have to be really, I think you'd have to really be active in trading to to technically. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, to tank to try to tank the right way. I mean, I yeah. think it would be I think it would be hard to tank and then act like you're unaware that you're tanking or act like you're trying to start the best team. I think it'd be pretty fucking obvious if you start, you know, right. If you start to throw like WR threes from Arizona out there when you have, you know, and, like dolphin receivers on the bench. And plus depending on like how long your season is and how many teams are in that season, like somebody's going to catch that tanking dub a, a, a couple times in a season. Right. Yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like, Oh shit. You know, well, I, I fucking, I won the fortune when you decided to just roll the dice and that just kind of fucks the competitive, like, it, I mean, that's what fucks it up. Like if you just like, it's almost, you couldn't do this, but if, if everyone benefited or got punished equally from your tanking, then no one would give a shit. Yes. Shit. The problem is, is like when you turn it on this person that maybe lost to you or like was facing your real lineup. And now like the rest of these guys just have a team that's not even really counting. Right. Play against right. That's like that. Um, Alright, let's hit the inbox, bad. bro. We've been in the inbox in a beat. You have let's not. swim around in it. Let's Jump in. Get nasty. We want to thank. There's some. There's some emails emailers there. keeping it up. There are. Yeah, I know. I peaked. I was excited. What a what a bummer. If you would have went there and the cupboard was bare, and it was just like, <laughs> all right, I guess we're not doing the inbox, but we are. Um, all right, first question: Do you think college football will ever get to the same level of professional sports when it comes to trading players? For example, will LSU ever trade some of their defensive players for a USC quarterback? Any so we have we have the portal, which are kind of like being able to hop around a little akin to free agency. Is trading ever going to be possible? I just can't imagine that would be possible. You know, you sign with the school, you sign a letter of intent, there's the scholarship and everything else like that. I just I you know, I can't imagine the the few people that are truly invested in college football and enjoy college football would stand for that. I, I can't imagine. I think they would, people would lose their mind because then what, you know, what's the point now at this point, if I, if a kid can go there and get traded, what's the, how, you know, I chose to go to this school. Right. Yeah. And I, and I still have to go to classes. I'm enrolled in classes. Like you can't just ship me off mid season. Cause what about my credits? And I mean, we still under that guise of like, they're still student athletes. They go to class. Like I'm here to learn. Yeah. I'm here to learn. I think that's yeah. a good point too. Like the, yeah, the macro thing is like, they can just pick what school they want to go to. Like, even if like right. you're drafted by a team. Right. Um, and then, you know, there's also kind of the long term, short term, like, are you trading like freshman for a senior? Like, you know, are you, right. are you like fucking future class of competitiveness? Uh, can of worms, bro. 
Get emailer I of the podcast. We love you jumping on here, but this is college football has got enough wrinkles. It needs to iron out. Yeah. Um. All right, bro. Taylor Swift. Oh. Brought her little celebrity entourage. Oh, oh, you hear about this Taylor Swift? I did. Dating. There you go. T dot S dot. I like this. Yeah. Uh, brought a little celebrity entourage to uh the most recent or at the time of this email, the Chiefs Jets game. If you were in her shoes, if you were Taylor Swift, you sexy thing, <laughs> dating Travis Kelsey, who are the four celebrities you bring into the suite for America to see you party with? Who do you want them to be like? This is most awesome's crew. Uh, Dan Campbell. <laughs> right. Okay. Good. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, are these not the right celebrities that we're thinking of? I'm I, 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 I actually, I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I don't know how you're going to pull this off because it feels like a football game. They might have just been bar- participating in some kind of football game. Jim Harbaugh would get there. I think the Harbaugh is a good look. Harbaugh is a Campbell move. maybe a little soon. Yeah, for sure. Dan Campbell is a little soon. Okay, all right. Um, then I'm going uh, – can they be alive or dead? Can I can I make this like uh, all time? Or let's make have to be like, no no. Let's make it alive, like your crew, like alive. right now, Ooh, like you okay. get, yeah, right now, yeah. crew. Um, and then um, number three, we then. can't do each other too. Each other's assumed. You're on. Yes. You're yeah, on my yeah, list yeah. of five. Dude, we're of just course. gonna do a yeah, list yeah. of four. Exactly. Then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm Taylor Swift in this equation, right? I am actually. Yeah, I'm Taylor Swift. That's I'm shaking right. it yes. off. Yes. Yes, you are. I don't want to bring Brandana because then I don't want to make my Boothang jealous you with do. Brandana That's next true. to me. This this sweet yep, piece yep. of arm candy right next <laughs> you to you have me. you have thought this out, bro. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. yes. Um. Then number three, uh, I'm going. Um, Steve Fisher, University of Michigan basketball head coach from way back when during the Fab Five era. And then because I'm I'm um, Taylor Swift, uh, I'm going to go Olivia Rodrigo, the pop star. <laughs> oh, that's you know good. That's that good. Yeah, exactly. So oh, yeah, I, I, was, I know. Yeah, three I football you. guys, yeah. head coaches <laughs> for my childhood, and then Olivia Rodrigo because I'm. It's uh, collective, bro. Yeah. What about you? Um, Who you bring in? Mine's pretty down the middle. I, th- I think these are probably most of these are probably predictable, but I did. You inspired me to throw in like a little uh, athlete. So I have. Bradley Cooper, the Cooper. Yes, this of course, absolutely. Tom Tom Cruise. Whenever yes. I have the power to force someone to hang out with me, I'm using that power in any situation, any question. Tom Cruise is going to be forced to hang out with me. Remember that time we got a picture together. Oscar Isaac. Okay. And Olivia Rodriguez. No. <laughs> and my last one is uh, Randy Moss. Do a little like Ooh. let's do a little football flavor. Randy, Randy Moss, Moss would be Randy Moss is a good hang. Randy Moss would be a great hang. I'd love that. I'd love that. That that's quite the that's quite the cruise you'd be rolling in there with. Yeah, I weirdly think they'd all get a like. I think Bradley Cooper, Tom Cruise have some history. Oscar Isaac, Bradley Cooper, I think could get well. And then Randy Moss is just like I think it would just be crowded around Randy Moss, listen to Randy Moss stories. I think Tom Cruise would tell like one Mission Impossible story and then he'd be like, you have to tell us about that backwards shuttle pass right yeah. before halftime that you got from Dante Culpepper. He'd be like, glad you brought that up. Could you imagine Tom Cruise and Randy Moss in the same room? What I kind fucking... of can. You kind of can? 
I, I kind of can't like, I picture them like hanging out and laughing and like Randy Moss, like patting Tom Cruise on the back and like just seeing them tell a story and they just like totally geek out in a corner together. Like I'm it's like to... something like someone's paid like $25,000 a ticket for. And it's just like, no one gets to talk cause they're just throwing out in a corner. I'm trying to think of like basically a modern day odd couple, like a new, like Tom Cruise and what athlete like Marshawn Lynch, like Tom Cruise, Marshawn Lynch and an odd couple esque situation. Yeah, that's comedy. great. I love this. I'm trying to figure out Tom yeah, like Cruise it. would be the most why because I don't think Tom Cruise is a sports guy. But here's the thing that I would bet on Tom Cruise finding out everything about sports the second that he realized that there's an athlete in that room. Thousand percent. Like maybe yeah. making a run at playing QB for a year for like I don't <laughs> like maybe the Green Bay Packers. But I, I like stick with your odd couple. I kind of want to do height difference too, just because Tom Cruise is not the tallest guy. So it's like Tom Cruise and Women Yama. Like oh, just like couple <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got also a little bit of like the french connect yeah i like that weapon yama was great yes i want to see that hang um all right survivor so Ooh. chew on this bro i'll tell it first so you have a little bit of time to catch up you don't see these emails beforehand what's the moment of your life that you felt you had to use your highest level of survivor instincts for example my brother once had to eat ants to survive his military special forces training holy shit uh, and then I once had to drive 50 miles with the empty light on in my car. Total nightmare. All right, survivor skills run on fumes. Um, I just want to be like, yeah, what was the closest to death? Yeah, I think I think it had to be. I think it's when I first moved to LA. We went surfing for a first weekend. The water was absolutely fucking nuts. Like uh. Renting the renting from the surfboard shop, they were just like, "Hey, like we're renting, like you shouldn't go out there. No one's going out there today. People are bringing back broken boards. You know, if you break it, you buy it. Like you right. shouldn't go." And we we're just like, you know, it felt like, especially, you know, first arriving in LA, it's just like, look, we just drove like thirty five minutes to go seven miles to get down here to the beach. Like right. we're fucking surfing. <laughs> like right, that's right. that. But the water's crazy. And then it was getting out there, and we got out past the break or whatever and the water's just crazy no waves to catch i couldn't get it back and like the waves kept like pulling me back and it's like i couldn't like paddle back past them so i mean it wasn't like i wasn't like close to drown they did like the lifeguard dude had to bring his like jet ski thing out and like drag me back in but it was definitely oh yeah that's, that's a recent, little but... scary that's yeah it was, yeah, it was definitely like yeah like probably like keep calm like breathe normal you know time the waves like keep an eyeball on them so you can get like a like a deep breath before like like it washes over you and then just fucking wait it out to get tucked in there. Yeah, that'd be a little that's so funny. I just had a I just had a thought about like uh plane crashes and like what to do if you're slide like, you know, you ever had those thoughts where you're like it's like eleven thirty at night, you're I'm laying in bed and I'm like, what would happen if I was like in a small commuter plane and we just went down in like Michigan? Like I was like all the time. All yeah. The time. Yeah. I was like, it wouldn't be like Okay. All right. So then assuming we we survived the crash, then I'm getting out trying to, f you know, find my thing to go around my neck, the life preserver to go around the neck. But then I'm in like the middle of like Michigan, it's cold, but it's like, I could drown, but I'm not going to get eaten by a shark. So I'm like, I'm not scared about that. But then I started thinking about like, what about the passengers that swim out that, that couldn't get theirs that are then now I have to fight those people off. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was a, uh, the guy that wrote, um, a fighter's heart the i think his name is sam smith or steve smith or something like that mm -hmm. he wrote a book that i i bought it it's uh basically like uh 
survivalist guide to the end of the world. It was basically like, yeah, you know, a fighter's heart, one man's journey through the world of fighting. Yeah. What's his name? He wrote a second book that I bought and it's basically like a, a thing about um, Sam Sheridan, Sam, Sam Sheridan. Sheridan. That's what it is. Uh, basically like survival tactics. If the world was to fall apart, like how to hotwire a car, like what to do, you know what I mean? And he would go, and like sit with these guys who basically are car thieves and like, well, this is how you do it. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, like, all right, like I need water, what, what to do and all this other stuff. So that was really just a long way for me to buy time. And I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really think that I've had like two close calls. I've done some really dumb shit. Like we would go like drinking, you know, in college. And then we went to this basically like wooden bridge and, jumped off into the river in the middle of the night. Like yeah. we had a really like tight window to jump into and you know what I mean? Then swim back up. And I remember cutting my foot on that. Um, I guess, I guess with anything I got one time I got, I was blackout drunk and I got sucker punched and then woke up and was like bleeding from the face and had to walk back to my room. That was probably the closest where I was like, survive it's like you know <laughs> survive, like, survive. Yeah. you know but that was that that was basically it but I, I haven't really been in like those true just like man versus the elements situations yeah. you know which i think they're oh those are always a little on the scarier side yeah i don't know yeah i was trying to think of any time like a snow ran out of here well what it's, it's something we follow up for but you did kind of put this uh this the disaster diaries yes by sam it. sheridan uh like I kind of want to crack open that book and we each learn like one thing a week or one thing a month, like hotwire a car. I should figure that out. Don't know how to test that on the wild. We'll right, see. Exactly. Guys, it's all cool. Yeah. It's for a podcast. Don't even worry about it. Um, all right. Legends watch jam it up. Game three, what's our record? Game three, we got our first W. Yes. yes, nice one and two, baby. Nice, nice. sweet. What went nice. down? Um, down at half. Uh, we were played. We played well in the first half, like first half of the first half. What cha- What was changing? What was flowing this first half? Was it we more were, just like the level of competition wasn't as good, or you guys kind yeah, of like? Yeah, there's the, definitely that. There's definitely that. <laughs> okay. But we were also moving the ball very well offensively and moving pretty well together defensively. You know, everyone kind of struggles making shots. You know, it's one of the things. Man, I tell you what. Um, well, anyways, I'll tell. I'll talk about the game. Let's talk about my my performance ultimately. Um, but then, so we were up most of it, and then we got down at half by a point it was like 24 23 was it one of those 24. like surprising like you felt like you're winning the entire first half yeah like, exactly a hundred percent and it literally like they had like a flurry of shots like literally in the last like 
three minutes of the first half and you're like, wait, what the fuck? We're, we're down by a point. Like we were up seven or eight the whole time. We were moving the ball crisply. Um, then we just, we kind of wore them out and then we got up, uh, I think like eight or nine with about two minutes left, they started fouling. I think we won by like 11 points. So it was a good, like, it was good. We played solid defensively. Um, yeah, so we we played well. I would say like it's really interesting. I think you know as well as anyone like I'm a little bit of a competitive weirdo, and it's and I said this in the beginning of the like the first go around. It's like well, I expect myself to just be as like good at basketball as I was ten years ago, and have little to no drop off. And like I know what to do, but my body does not like follow through with what I should be doing. And then I. I I basically was like really in my head about my jump shot and I jump shot and I had the real yips shooting a jumper. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with my jumper? Like I'm airballing a lot of shots. Like even in warm-ups, I was like, holy shit. And then the pressure, and I don't know these guys all that well. Like yeah. first name basis, like we just all kind of signed up because we all like to play basketball. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm ruining it for everyone. I had this real like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sense of doom. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm killing it here. Yeah. And then uh they're going home telling their wives, like, well, it would be fun, but you, you know, this guy named Paul. <laughs> right, right. Right. He just he's he's sucking the wind out of everything. And it's just one of those things in like uh you know, like even even stuff like, oh man, this is so this is the uh, uh this is very embarrassing because it was like we're on the free throw line. I followed the guy. He's much bigger than me. And it's like, all right, I have nothing to do, but just fought, like try and contest your shot and followed him or whatever. And then the scoreboard guy, cause he keeps score, keeps fouls and points. And he was like, he's like, Paul, he's like, Paul, that's, he's like, that's your second. It was the second half. And I was like, don't worry. No need to keep count. I was like, I'm going to use them all. I said, and I go, I'll use all six. And they're like six, you get five. And I was like, I'm going to use six. I was like, fuck, but you're in the moment. You're so embarrassed. Cause you're like, I didn't even know the rules. You're like, yeah, I yeah. said six. And they're like, what are you talking about? Five. And I was like, I'm going to use six. I love but you're that. trying to like, you're Straight trying to make line. it off a joke. You're like, God damn it. Um, and it's just all that stuff. You just get in your head. And it's, I, I had to like really take a step back after the game. Cause we did win. It was fun. And I was like, well, what am I doing this for? Like, you know what I mean? Like I, like I should be treating this as much more of anything to like, just get back into shape. Like you enjoy playing basketball. Like don't don't stress yourself out about like performance. Yeah, but I, like I yeah, but I think if you're on, I think if you're honest with yourself, like part of being competitive, part of what you do enjoy is the pressure you put on yourself. Like that is, I know it's pressure, but it is sure. like the fun of it of just being like, I have to get better, and just being like fucking relentless in your brain and looking to like where you'll be at the end of this season. And though it's just like in a moment, it just feels like, is this really fun? Me busting my own nuts. And it's just like, it is fun. It is part of the fun. <laughs> just like sure. fucking around in your own head. And just like, how deep can I dig like to pull this back? Sure. 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 I would say there, there's a difference between like challenging myself, like outside of the game, like, all right, well, I need to get on the fucking treadmill and run because I I'm struggling getting up and down the court at times and I'm becoming a liability and there's stuff like that. Then there's like the literal like doom cycle that you go through your mind is you're like, you get the ball in your hands. Like, Oh my God, don't fuck this up. And there's a difference. Like I don't need that negative coach in my mind. I need to like find a way to tune that person out 
and allow him to bring back because I need to have like a little bit of just like just let loose be be okay it's okay like guy because I because I saw like one of our better players like airballed a shot and I was like oh thank God he airballed a shot like it's okay like I'm not just totally embarrassing myself because that's really yeah. what it feels like you're just like I'm a total embarrassment everyone thinks I stink and I'm like. But I'm not. I have my moments here and there. But this game was the third game was the hardest because because of that. Like I was so tense in my mind, not letting it rip. And I was like, I can't fucking like get the ball to the rim. Like, wh- the fuck is the matter with me? You know what I mean? You start like, what am I doing wrong? You start like doing stuff with your shots. And this is all, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was not shooting the ball at all. Like I said before the game, I was like, I'm going to be aggressive. And warm ups, I came up, I was like, the fuck is going on can i even dribble a basketball right now like you know it was like i was way in my head so it's like i just need to chill out on that but then i can like when a tuesday night go to the gym run go shoot jumpers get into like rhythm feel comfortable shooting the basketball again just like get more reps into it right like yeah really hunker down and be like all right well, what's going on and that is that's enjoyable to feel like you get through it on the other side a little bit and then like, all right, well now I know what I can't do, which is just be in my head constantly like, like worried about that. I'm going to make a play that's everyone's going to be like, why did you do that? Meanwhile, it's like that happens 25 times in a game. So just let it fucking go. You know what I mean? Just, just play, just do stuff. I do add to the team. It's one of those things where it's like, it's the, you know, the hockey assist, like the pass, the pass. I made the good read. I make a good pass into the lane because the guy is cutting he misses the bunny. I don't get the assist. I get some rebounds. I play good enough defense, you know, and it's just like, I just got to get like physically like conditioned up to it a little bit better. I feel like my shot after shooting around last night is getting a little bit better. It's all coming back to me, but it's like, I just had this immediate sense. Like once I got on the court, I was like, well, I should be the best player out here and I'm far from it. And that's like killing me. And then I'm like, well, what's the matter with you? Why aren't you doing this? Why can't you do this? And it's a real fucking stroke. And at 44, like, your body sometimes is not like, cause I was like, I was running miles. I'm like, I'm getting in shape. And then I went into the gym on Sunday and we did like two or three passes. Like, Holy fuck. I'm sucking a lot of wind. What do I've been running this whole time? What's going on? Like your body doesn't quite respond the same way that you used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well hit us with that stat line, bro. Oh, what? I Oh, for one, uh, on a shot and a couple rebounds and a couple assists. All right. Still trending in the right direction. Still trying in the right direction. Yeah, I definitely would say this that that, that game was my worst game by far because I think I was just way in, in head. my head just trying to not make a mistake. Um well, you know, we'll get better. How many regular season games are there? I think it's eight and then two playoff games. All right, one and two right now. This is the perfect time to get your money in on the what's the name of your team, bro? Team number two. Team number two, baby. Walk <laughs> right up to that Vegas window. <laughs> That's right. Lay the Give me a now. C note on team two. Um, great brother. All right. Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, bro. Kind of left this open-ended as some of yeah. our fun Neapolitan showdowns could be fruitful from. 
Uh, we're hitting this. We're doing best ways to compliment something you hate. So here's what I did. I kind of just grabbed a category. I did the random order. I did a show, like going to someone's show, someone's cooking, someone's food, and then a gift you got from someone. Those are the three categories I'm hitting today in my three. Okay. So you said a, a, a show, a gift was number one. Uh, well, two? yeah, if you want to do the order, yeah, I'll do food three, show is going to be two, and then gift is going to be, that's my top spot. Yeah, baby. All right. Yeah, I kind of, it's funny that you brought this up because when I thought about this, I remembered a story from way back when, when I heard a guy who was in attendance, we were visit, we were seeing somebody who was doing a show and then they were in, they, they were friends of our friend. And then we were talking and he was like, yeah, he's like, every time that I go to a, somebody's show and I don't know how we even got on it. I don't think the play was all that particularly good. It was not yours. It was nothing to do with you. So, so immediately remove that Thanks from your mind. I oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I forgot. You saw some of my plays. Okay, good. Exactly. Yeah. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't you. It was that one of Dr. Mrs. The commission's friends. And then the person was like, well, yeah, every time that, um, that I see somebody that, you know, and they asked me like, what'd you think? I'm like, Oh, it looks like you're having fun. That's my way of saying yeah. that I did not like it. And I was like, man, what a fucking crazy. Like, I was like, what is that's a, that's a wild thing to have like stock answer. Like you look like you're having fun, but then you're basically like, Oh, that's me telling you, you stink. Yeah. You gotta be proud. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like some people can't, uh, well, so I was at acting, Obviously, I went to college, so acting a lot of stuff. And yeah, I think you would avoid just kind of like if you didn't like the show, like you would just kind of avoid going backstage because you didn't want to like lie to anybody. Some people just had the no matter what, tell them they did a great job. But there is kind of, you know, you're like 19, 22 or whatever. There's a little bit of like a smugness about like a show you're not in from like a lot of the other actors. And if you didn't like yes. it, like it was kind of like fun to talk shit. I never really partaked in that because I always thought it was just like, we all know what it's like, especially if we're all in it, like what it takes to put up a show. And it's not like you wrote the thing like in college, you're trying to get reps. You're trying to be a part of right. whatever show is going on. So you're just like, it's just good to get up there, get on stage and get in front of people, no matter what the quality of the show. I mean, obviously when I got older and I started writing my own plays and putting them up, um, whatever, amateurly, professionally outside of the collegiate realm, like um, that definitely had a different kind of pressure on it. Cause you, you legit are just like pulling people out of their houses, you know, asking your friends uh, that all they want to do is smash a bar with the cheapest drinks. And it's just like, before you do that, you want to sit in a chair and watch a play for an hour and a half. And they're just like, Ooh, that's a strong pass. So I definitely, I don't know if friends have lied to my face, but it'd be funny to just have a bunch of them on right now. As you'd be like, what? <laughs> the show of mine you hated. How'd you tell me? How'd you let me know that it was just like, how'd you, how'd you sidestep that? Not to bring it up. Uh, but food's my number three spot. I'll jump in there. Um, so act like you hand me, oh, that's right. Act like you hand me, uh, ask me how I like the dish you just made. Hey, Brandana. Um, so it's a family recipe of ours. It's, uh, our, our family kind of tradition, right? For Thanksgiving, our green bean casserole. I know we do a little bit different than kind of what you normally would expect, but I just want to know, like, what'd you think, buddy? Oh my God, Paul, I'm going to be honest. I've never tasted anything like this before. <laughs> uh, oh, you're going to see this might be a common thing, but it's repackaging. I mean, there's some lines if you just deliver with a smile, like it kind of, unless you're sitting there really diagramming the sentence, you're just like, 
yeah, it's kind of a compliment. It's just like, sure, that's how you want to take it. It's uh dual mean, it's whatever you want to make it. I've never tasted anything like this before, is my number three. Nice. What do you got, bro? What's okay, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna match your food for food because I think this is fun to, okay. to put it through. So yeah, why yeah. don't you just turn about as fair play? Yeah. Just turn around, send it back to me. Here you go, brother. So um, you know, I love the ground turkey. This is something new I'm trying with the ground turkey. Like, let me know what you think. Usually I like to do the turkey tacos, but yeah, baby. you know, you kind of showed up. I want to get something special. What are you thinking, brother? Oh, First off, I think that it's great that you're trying new things. I think it's awesome <laughs> that we're just going out there and just letting it letting it fly, right? Just finding yeah. a different variation from it. That's great. Definitely. <laughs> I God. like to hit with a lot of that's great. That's that was, that that's was great. one of mine. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. One more, and I think your spidey says it has to go up. It's just like, okay, what exactly is great? It's great that you're trying new things. It's great that you're out there. <laughs> right. Um, all right, the two spot. Let's do show. Okay. Uh, so you just got back. Uh, you're backstage. Ask, uh, ask me what I thought about the show somehow. Hey, so my Brandana, my one man show, Ooh, MA, yeah. let's talk about it. What did you think, buddy? Absolutely. Like, how did you feel about it? Like, just I like felt, the entire journey. Course, yeah. Fantastic. I, I mean, I started out as a boy, ended with my death scene. It's a full circle of life for me there's also a little metaphor between my parents and my struggle my my yeah, my whole yeah, thing that. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah the i mean the four and a half hours definitely helped bring that home but uh like how long you've been rehearsing this uh two weeks two weeks and you you wrote this yourself right I, a week before the two weeks i started doing it. i just it, it channeled through me it flew through my body out that's dope can i get you a drink Let's get it. Let's of get course, a rack yes, drink, bro. But I need yeah, to, I go. want to know. I appreciate your opinion. I, I need <laughs> to know what you thought. <laughs> ah, I always forget in these role playing things. <laughs> you will hold my feet to the fire. Like you don't. Right. Oh, the, like the uh, phone call. Like, let's there. get a drink. Was, yeah. uh, was I know. Totally yeah, I, mean, I think, I think it's like, so it was the, um, strategy of just asking a bunch of questions about it which asking questions can you know present itself as enjoyment and need to know more and interested and yeah behind the music when it's actually just like if i keep you talking we can get further and further away from you not remembering that i didn't answer your question smart smart okay all right show i'm coming to see you i'm coming backstage you put on your your show here all right let's go so glad you flew in for this bro so glad you could make it i wouldn't miss was it. it worth the trip was it worth the trip are you yeah. kidding me wow look at you look yeah. at what you did you went out there I on the yeah. stage yeah you did the performance i came in i sat in the audience look at you <laughs> look at you you got just a recount <laughs> like just the brief history, just the full notes. I came here. I sat in the audience. I got up. I walked out here. I see you. <laughs> I see. Look at you. Look what you did. I fly back tomorrow morning. Look at what you, you did. You, you did this. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. One spot, a gift. Okay. A gift. So I'm opening up a gift you gave me. Bro. I would have never picked this out for myself. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you like it? I mean, I would have never even thought thought to get it. I would have never would have crossed my mind. This is wild. 
Thank you. Thank you, most awesome. Thank you. There you go. Bro. There you go. All right, perfect. Um okay. So so what was yours again? I, you did a very good job. I didn't say that. Oh, I would have never picked this up. I would have never picked this out for myself. Okay. So it's another little one of the bamboos lean. It's the look over here. I would have never done this. I'm doing it with a smile. So it's just like you can think you nailed it. Except you're you. So you're so good at just holding the feet. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you would have never held it. Like, what do you think? I, know. Right, here's your I gift do to have you, that bro. tendency of I like just it. making people feel wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> Be like, give me the answer. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I like as soon as you know it's a rye, you're just like, fuck it, we're tripling down. It's just like, <laughs> tell me right now, everyone stop what you're doing. What do you think of the gift? <laughs> I think it's fucking trash. That's okay. okay. I think. There it is. Right. What did you get? What did what did you okay? You gotta give me something before get you get a present, right? This is is this Christmas birthday? What is it? It's birthday. So I want a little bit more of just like, this is just a you thing. This is just you time for you to get a gift. All eyes on you to up the difficulty level. Because, you know, Christmas is an easy time to be like, oh, think, oh, like, oh, oh, you should open your gift. Like, oh, open yours. That's a, that's a pretty good. That's a good good diversionary tactic. As a parent, you get that that very good. Yeah. But then as a birthday present, this is very awkward because, you know, I, my stance on birthdays and I don't like to be the the person. Right. So I'm opening like, whoa. You really, you really put some work into this wrapping here. This is good. I almost don't want to open it so ra- open nicely it. wrapped. Right open there. it, yeah. But I'm yeah, gonna open, open it up. Let me mm-hmm. slip the paper here. This feels a little heavy. Do a little shake. Mm-hmm. Um, open it up. Wow. This is, this is, I can't believe you did this for me. Yeah. This is, this is really, truly, this is very sweet of you. Thank you so much. Do you like it? Do do I like it? I mean, look at it. It's yeah. right. You, I can't believe you got this first edition. Uh, you know, old man in the sea comic book. I can't believe you did this. I know. I didn't even know they made a comic book. I remember that you like books and comic books, and there you go. Yeah, got exactly. You, I mean, I hope you didn't spend too much money on it. I did. It was very expensive. Well, that's too sweet. That's too kind. I'll have to. I'll have to find out what the value of this is and match it on your birthday <laughs> yeah that's good like i i think i can be pretty uh, i agree with you like eyeballs during opening gifts like as a kid it kind of seems like a like a a mild mild version of child abuse like everyone's yes. staring at you while you're opening the gift and it's just like i don't need this fucking pressure like even if i love the thing like i don't know how to put that expression on my face i just want people to stop staring at me like is it's this... so it's so unfair to do kids now thankfully kids are way more like yes but I, I mean and luckily we've never gotten a kid a gift like even even like sometimes like parents are like kind of fringe relatives like great aunts will like send something through and the kids will get it and they'll be like oh nice but usually they're not like around to open yeah. it but you can tell they're kind of like what the what the fuck is this you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. get what yeah. it is you know, but the it. kids are also still pretty young where just getting anything is pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would f- like fake it. My like I I thought like making someone feel awkward to get you a gift just sounds like a nightmare. Like I remember like one like my step grandma, like as a kid, got me like a Super Nintendo game. But the one she got me was for the Super Scope. We didn't have the Super Scope, but I didn't want to bring it up. Like I was just thankful and I wanted everyone to move on with their lives. And then, like my yeah. stepmom was just like, do you have can you play that game? I was just like, yeah, totally. I was like, stop fucking looking at me. Like, I don't want to feel bad. It's fine. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I, hold on, I never forget that. Yeah. Uh, I remember my mom. One time, I found out when I was, I was probably in like 
maybe early high school, like freshman, sophomore year, that she really, as a kid, liked Betty Boop, the cartoon. Like she loved Betty Boop, apparently. She thought it was great. So then, and she was always like, she was always kind of like giving a shit a little bit about the fact that we never like, she always would like get all these gifts and work hard. And then like on mother's day, we'd be like, here's a coupon book. Like I'll, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. rake the leaves or whatever. It's like, you guys don't put a lot of thought into the gifts. I put all this thought in your gifts. So then I f- saw a Betty Boop desk clock. It was like long and it was like very ornate. And I was like, this is it. I Perfect. listened yeah. She told me what she liked and I went and I bought it and I got it for her. I wrapped it. Holy shit. Like her face, when she opened it, she was just like, what, what? Like she was confused. Like she couldn't even tell it was a clock. She's like, what it, this is really nice. But like, what? And I was just like, oh my God, you hate it. Like I could tell instantly. I was like, fuck. I was like, of course you hate this thing. And I could just tell like the backtracking she had to do. Like afterwards, she was like, "No, no, no, I really like it. It's just, it's a lot." She was like, "I just, I was just like, <laughs> it's a lot. Like, I don't know where this is gonna go because it was like, it was long and big. It was like a lot of Betty Boop, <laughs> all boop all the time." <laughs> right. Um. All right. I will. The victory for you, bro. You do not Thanks, let an answer, a question, not be answered. All right. Brandon, the gambling corner. Bring us to the jam. <laughs> I got destroyed by Colorado last week. Destroyed. Can't believe I ever rooted for that team. Did you see any of that game? That same, they threw to that same wide receiver, I think like 16 out of their last final 13 plays. Oh, the, oh, the Stanford wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, he was yes. killing them. He was killing It was, I, I just, I've never seen, it's been a while. I think you forget. I don't watch a ton of college ball. Obviously I'm getting more and more each year, but you kind of feel like it's still at that. They're not on the same level sometimes, which is weird because Colorado should be a better team, but it's like they just don't have the personnel or the game plan to pivot in game. And they just threw to the same wide receiver. He would just like just do a quick slant for four yards and the play over and over and over again. But we're not here to that, talk about my bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was the toughest for me on the Dion train because I did not like what he was saying to the media after he's like, Well, they need to decide if they like this or they love this. And it's like or maybe we need to focus a little bit on not taking so many penalties and getting these kids in a good position. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it was one of the, yeah, it was a little passy Bucky. Uh, Yeah. The other thing about like them going for, I may we'll bring this up next week, but it's like uh, just a hubris, like them going first makes zero sense. Going first in overtime makes zero sense. There is no reason to do it at all. At all. No. There's just no. no. All right, baby. What uh, do you got for so me? So it's actually a catch Okay. Number seven, Penn State at number three. Ohio, you fill in the rest. Baby. Baby. This is a good game. I like this game. I'm very much rooting for Penn State, obviously. Yes. Um Penn both both teams playing nobody. Uh, it's at the horseshoe. Can we s- 
would they they probably would favor let's say ohio by by a touchdown by seven ohio by four and a half four and a half okay they like him a little bit more stronger than a field goal at home yeah Uh, i mean this is a tough one yeah, well, I mean, do you like anything here? I mean, I can't. I, I, I don't ask your opinion on these because it doesn't matter. You're never going Buckeyes, so right. I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I'll take Penn State in the points. I, I would. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's gonna be like I don't know. I'd be interested what the over under is because I think it, I think it might be a little high because both these teams put up points, but I think you match them up. I think this might be like a twenty four seventeen game. Twenty four seventeen. That would be. 41 points the over under is 48 yeah 48 points yeah yeah i i because I, I mean what they put up 41 against ohio put up 41 against purdue the week uh penn state against massachusetts put up like 60 some odd points so yeah that makes sense uh okay so i'm not doing the rules i did last week there might be some bigger lines i don't want to just tip my hat uh, but i'll tip my hat a little bit washington state which fell out of the top 25, which makes fucking sense completely shit the bed in their Arizona game uh, against number nine, Oregon. Ooh. Um, Oregon losing in a rough fashion against Washington. Is it at Oregon? It's at Oregon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Oregon by 17. Pretty close, buddy. 20 points. 20 points. I'll take it. That's a Oregon good by 20. Uh, number 17, Tennessee at number 11, Alabama. Oh, who did Tennessee? Tennessee beat Texas A&M. Bama beat Arkansas. Both close games. Yep. This is in Alabama or is this in Tennessee? It's in Bama. Tuscaloosa. Give me Bama by two and a half. Bama by nine and a half. Really? Yeah, I still think Alabama's getting that public love, right? These lines feel a so. little too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing is, is I I liked Tennessee in the game against Texas A&M. I, th- I have to go back. What was Texas A&M? What do we have it at? The Texas A&M-Alabama? Yeah. Oh, it's Tennessee minus six. Oh, that's seven. funny. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of seeing the like opponent, right? Both these teams have faced Texas A&M in the last three weeks. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah, I don't think this, I mean, they're obviously Bama's playing a lot better, but I think, I think Tennessee could, I think Tennessee covers. I like it. You said nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. I think I like that. I think I like that Tennessee plus nine and a half. Give I me the so points. Too. Yep. Let's keep an eye on that one as the week trends on, though. I might want to take a look at Tennessee's defense. If they've got some good pass rushers, I think that game gets a little closer. Well, we'll look at it. Keep a peeps there. Um, why don't we just take a swing at the plate here? Step up. Number two, Michigan at Michigan State. You're right. It is in Lansing. Yes. Uh, Michigan, Michigan by State. 28 points. 24 and a half. 24 and a half. Yeah. yeah. They're going to beat the yeah. shit out of this team. <laughs> I might. I honestly, all that happened last year. If you if you remember last year, um, there was a big fight in the in the uh, tunnel on the way out of the game. A Michigan player got jumped by five or six Michigan State players. Oh yeah, yeah. This? I remember that. Yep. Yeah, I think that they're gonna fucking beat the piss out of it because Michigan State's wounded. 
They lose their coach, Mel Tucker, obviously, for, you know, improprieties outside of football. And now they're on the ropes. And I think this team is a juggernaut. And I think they're going to have, you know, a little extra motivation heading into this game. Because also Michigan State's been chirping a little bit, too, that, you know, the defense not this good, all this other stuff. Like, it's still a rivalry game. And, yeah, the Michigan State's going to get up for it. But I think Michigan's going to be very dialed in for this game. All right, number 14, Utah, number 18, USC, our last one. 14, Utah at USC? At USC, number 18, USC. Just got, like you said, Yeah, that was an embarrassing Southern loss. California. Yep. Yeah, and this is a good, this is a good but not great Utah team, but they play hard. Um, I think this is going to be a road favorite. I could be wrong. I'm going to say Utah by three and a half usc by six and a half oh my god i'm way off i i don't know how you watch know that notre dame game and what utah does and expect i get it it's night at cold but i mean this team is i mean again they don't have their quarterback they can't really pass but they're going to just run the ball down their fucking throat and yeah who in USC is going to stop them? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and the over-under is 56 also. So I guess they're expecting USC at home. I don't know, maybe to pop off. But you're right. I, I'm liking a lot of dogs this week. I feel like there's a lot, maybe in college football, just a lot of public love on some of these public teams that make me Yeah, I mean, this team is 5-1. and one. I look at some of the comparisons, too. 5-1. and one. Who did they lose to? Oregon State, 21-7. And they beat Florida. They beat Baylor. They beat Cal. They beat UCLA in kind of a rock fight. I get it. They don't have great offense, but I mean, I think like, I don't know, man, I think they're, I think their defense is pretty solid and they play hard. They can run the ball. I think if you can just keep USC off the field, like that's, that's what they're good at. And if their defense can't get stops, then all right, I'll just keep running the ball. Kyle yeah, Whittingham is a good coach. I at least love the under in this, love the under of 56. Yes. Get on that. We slowed the game down a little bit. All right. Um, MVP of the week real fast. I'll give it to you. What a super Dave. Oh, we like God. a good, good long prank. Um, we'll just say that it used a little uh, in the league that will not be named. Brought AI into the field. The reason we build the technology, the reason people have been working on it is for <laughs> pranks like this. So uh, hats off. Uh, a long process in the making and uh, kind of took a jab at this pod a little bit. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I loved it. I thought it, I was actually kind of scary. The, the, technology yeah. that you could do is very uh very frightening um that's good you gave it to super dave i won't give it to super dave i'm gonna give it to the olympics kind of branching out going flag football adding that as to the sport? roster as a sport love it let's love it. fucking let's it. go let's do it let's get another yeah. here if not for anything i know this is going to be an automatic dub <laughs> fucking gold for the USA. united states let's go USA. baby <laughs> let's go exactly. oh man i just love the tryouts for this team oh man it's gonna be so oh my god um, yeah gronk could sit there and said he wants to get on the action he's like i'm retired i can play let's go i love it yeah. uh it may be sports podcast guys episode 279 thanks for listening shoot an email we're back in that inbox i am brandana once you sign yourself off most awesome audience looks like you had fun
Style. Fame. She likes fashion. Oh. 